Welcome back to Live and Learn, Dr. Hazel Harrison. It's a pleasure to have you third time with us now, I think it is. Thank you for having me. Not put off too much by coming back. Not at all. I love it here. Um, I'm really excited about today's little micro episode. We're looking at managers and their mental health and how much is too much. I think that's something you're really passionate about and you've done lots of work on. And that's from a few angles I'm really keen to pick your brains and expertise on. Maybe managers not looking after their own mental health and neglecting that with lots of pressures of the job and supporting their teams. But also maybe going too far, which is great. The stigma's lifted for mental health and maybe trying to be too helpful sometimes. And we've often heard that from some of our clients. Um, can you maybe just, just start us off, share some of your experience on this issue? Maybe the stigma of mental health and managers over the last couple of years, how it's changed and what the landscape's like now, I guess. We've definitely done a great job in raising awareness for mental health and helping people to understand that we all have mental health. This is not something that um, is just a select few, that we all have um, mental health that we have to take to look after and nurture and that there are certain mental health problems that we can encounter. And it's very likely, actually, that many of us will throughout our life at some point or another, particularly things like anxiety and depression, very common mental health problems that we may all grapple with. So for managers, it's really important that they understand what those things are and that they know how to spot those signs because to be able to be helpful to their team, to their employees, they need to know um, if they maybe are struggling and to help. We can't always see it ourselves when we're experiencing mental health problems. Uh, We may have noticed a few things changing, but sometimes it is that outside perspective that can be useful in helping us to see that maybe we're not as well as we thought we were. So definitely the stigma's lifting. We are getting better at educating people about what mental health difficulties look like, and particularly the very common ones. So I think that's, you know, I would absolutely make sure that you know those um, and that you're aware of what that looks like in the workplace and also the way that it may affect someone's work in the workplace. For example, things like depression has a massive cognitive element to um, our thinking processes, our decision-making processes. So that's going to impact on work for a little bit while someone um, gets the right help or treatment for whatever they're experiencing. Uh, So it's really helpful for a manager to be aware of that. But of course, what we do find sometimes is that bit that you described where a manager is really great at taking care of the rest of their team, uh, but actually in doing so neglects themselves. And there are lots of metaphors that we can use to kind of make sense of this. You know, a very common one is that idea of um, putting on your oxygen mask uh, in an airplane before helping other yes. people out with theirs. Uh, another one is perhaps thinking about um, the fact that, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup and that idea of actually making sure that you keep yourself topped up in order to top up those around you. Yeah. These metaphors are useful, but I think we have to then also think, so what does that look like? And some practical you know, tips to it, yeah. Yeah, you know, if you're a manager and you're listening to this, what, what does that really look like for me? And so one is about recognizing your own mental health plan having your own kind of well-being map and i've worked with video arts a lot on this and actually how we build a well-being map so that we know the things that actually make a difference to our daily life and how we look after our well-being and we try and make time for those as much as possible and those aren't always necessarily you know big time commitments but it's just about the things that work for you they could be small things too that you just do on a regular basis to nurture your own mental health but of course regardless of how 
careful we are with our own mental health. We may still encounter some mental health difficulties. Some of these things are within our control, some of them are outside of our control. And often it's a whole great big mix of things that comes together that may form the basis of a start of a mental health problem. So if you're starting to experience those difficulties, you're also modeling to your team how you want your team to respond when they're experiencing struggle too. And the pushing on and the pushing through and the turning up and the presenteeism actually, you know, sends a, I guess, an unhelpful message sometimes yeah, so to your team. People instead think that's of what a, they need to then do yeah. as well. It's like, okay, well, uh, they managed to come in when they were feeling like that, so I've got to come it in like that too. Trump so most. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and the thing about emotion is that we're designed as humans to pass emotion between us. It's what's kept us alive and safe in our tribes together. So if you are struggling and you're in a team, you may be passing that experience, that emotional experience to the rest of your team too. You may not be doing them any favors by being there, but actually finding it difficult to be there. So you've got to decide that. And um, that's a tricky thing to balance. And there's no easy way. I can't say, well, if you're a seven out of 10, then yeah, you should it, do, it you doesn't know. work like that. Does it doesn't it? work yeah. like that. You have to figure out when is it good for me to take some time away? When is it good for me to be there? And of course, work can actually be a great source of purpose and meaning for yeah. many people, which means that we do still want to be there or need to be there in terms of how we take care of our mental health. For some people, not being there can damage, feel like it's damaging their mental health. You can more. lose some sense of purpose. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think it, but it is really important that managers find ways to take care of their mental health, but also that they feel supported in being able to do that too. Yeah. All of these things that we're talking about aren't just about one individual doing something. It's about working in a culture that is supporting mental health and well-being and enabling everyone to feel that they can take care of their mental health. Because I think there's probably a misconception or some people take it on themselves, maybe. You become a manager or a leader or senior leader and part of the gig is therefore you're expected to be strong in certain situations or carry more pressure. And maybe that's true to some extent, but there's also what you described there. There's another side of the con, isn't there, which is that's not always healthy for you, you as individual, but also by setting that tone for your team and then they learn off that. And it's a bit yes. of a spiral, isn't it? Or yes. can be. And I think strong, you know, needs to probably be redefined. So perhaps yep. there's that sense that strong maybe used to mean turning up regardless of how you feel. And now and maybe not, strong yeah. means yeah. recognizing that you might need to take a little bit of time now so that you are able to continue or that you need to behave in a certain way or do certain things to take care of yourself. Um, and that is strength in a different way. You know, being smart about how you use your energy when you're struggling is strong. Uh, being able to recognize that there are challenges and difficulties is strong. So I think there is that aspect of really being clear about the fact that you are being a great role model by owning those things yourself and recognizing that that is coming from a place of strength. And what about, I mean, I've probably seen some, you know, or clients have shared with me, maybe managers getting the message, which is great, but maybe trying to take on their team's struggles too much. And I guess, I guess boundaries as a manager with supporting your team's mental health is probably something you come across quite a bit as well, I imagine. Yes, definitely. So uh, we were talking about the importance of knowing the signs and symptoms for common mental health problems. Absolutely really important for managers to know that. Knowing where they can signpost people for support, really valuable. Uh, knowing how to create a supportive environment and enabling people to come to them if they are struggling and trying to find that space to hear from others about um, perhaps if they 
feel that there's been a change in their own mental health and they want to go and talk to their manager about it. You know, really important that that manager creates space to hear that so that they can think about helping and supporting. But I think there is this temptation then to perhaps shift too far beyond those things that I think are the role of a manager to something that then becomes not really the role of a manager. Or the feeling to solve things, which Feel necessarily that they be- need to, they can't, yes, you know? or yeah. that they want to give them their... Um, you know, five-step plan for overcoming depression. <laughs> we always end the kind of each episode with a, a live and learn and top tip. Could you maybe last 10 years, your experience, share top tip for everyone listening in, I guess on managers and their mental health? Uh, or, or there's something you really yeah. shared with me a while back which stuck with me as well about, because um, I've probably been guilty doing it, where you've said people to kind of resonate, people will say, oh, well, I had this and this is what I did. But that can actually be the worst thing you can say because it, yes. it feels like you're belittling their their issues and but people do it from a good place they do and they come from a, a, from really a place, place of connecting yes. and sometimes that's appropriate to say i found that i, I experienced that too like you're not alone yes. in experiencing depression i've had moments of depression yeah. too or i've had moments of anxiety you know there's that element which perhaps sometimes can be helpful but i think 90 percent of the time it's actually not what someone wants to hear no. if they've got themselves into a place where they've been able to come and say this is what i'm finding hard right now I don't think they want to hear about your story at that point in time. I think what they need to hear is that they've been heard and that they are going to be supported and that there's some things that they can think through together in terms of how perhaps this mental health problem may impact on their work temporarily, those sorts of practical things. Um, But I think we all do it because we want to make that person sort of, we want to connect with that idea and that thing that they're experiencing and we want to say we've been there too. But the challenge with that, and I suppose this would be my top tip actually, the challenge is like trying to be an expert in something that like mental health is, um, can also backfire because I might say, well, the thing you need to do, Simon, is like have a cold shower every morning. <laughs> <You know? laughs> or wake up at John the 4 a.m. club yeah, on LinkedIn. Yeah, exactly. Stuff on that, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then do a and do this. And then yeah. when you're not doing those things, I'll feel annoyed that you're not doing the things that I think you need to do to get better. But they may not be the things that you need to do to get better. So I think don't be an expert. Um, know where to direct someone to support for support if they need additional support, be someone who is supportive and will listen and can do the practical things that will make a difference to that person's life um, in the short term. But don't tell them how to get better from their mental health problem or overshare your own experiences of mental health challenges at that point in time, because it may not be helpful. Hazel, thank you. It's been a pleasure as always. Um, Really appreciate your insight on Uh, managers and their mental health. I think there's tons of takeaways that I'll probably use as well. So thank you for your expertise. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to be with you. 